Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sober Soul Podcast. My name is Jake Howard. Ooh, got it ready. Woo! And I go by DJ Swear. Chocolate and vanilla swirl. And before we get started on our show, as always, I'd like to give a shout out to Royalty Nutrition and to help me out with that, as always, ladies and gentlemen, Warhorse. Hey, it's Warhorse. Do you want your workouts to look like this? Or do you want your workouts to slay? When Warhorse picks his pre-workout, he wants it to slay. If you want second place, go with somebody else. If you want to be a champion, go with Royalty Nutrition. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Royalty Nutrition is a veteran-owned and operated supplement company that doesn't automatically use the cheapest ingredients possible while making their supplements for you to help you along your fitness journey. Check them out and use the discount code 37HAKE to save you 15% on your entire order. My next shout-out of the evening would be to Gorilla Gains. That's Gorilla-Gains with a Z. Dot com. They are a fitness apparel company that you can wear comfortably in and out of the gym. They also make great equipment that helps keep you safe while you train. Check them out. Use the discount code JAKE15 for 15% on your entire order as well. I actually bought a shitload of Gorilla Gains today Woo! because uh, they have some pretty cool uh, shirts, new shirts out there. I got Brit some uh, leggings and then my knee sleeves I have used to death. So I need some new ones. So my, my, uh, my no cartilage grandpa knees don't explode while I'm doing squats. Anyway, my last channel of the evening will be to me. That's patreon.com backslash hate Joward. Check that out. There's a tier where I specifically only post my, uh, training journal as I'm going along my own path to re, uh, Re, uh, reconfigure my body and get back into some better shape. I also do uh, blog type entries and a once a month solo show called Hake Rants. Check that out. Support your boy. I'm trying to raise 1,800 kids or how many I've got now. Woo! Anyway, DJ Swirl, tell them about that buy to buy empire. Yes, buy to buy. Your source for fast, friendly, on demand moving, delivery, staging, TV mounting, and assembly where we help everyone from housewives shopping at home goods to bros DIYing it at Lowe's, but most frequently property managers and real estate agents moving their clients from their current space to their new place. If you lack time or you got a bad spine, we're here to support you, giving you peace of mind from the time you buy until we say goodbye. What you are watching is a product of buy to buy studios. We do creative consulting and content creation, helping boutique brands boost their presence online. Everything from your simple everyday posts, reels and stories to full-fledged podcasts and live streams as what you see here. We are creativity customized, providing high quality, low stress, and always remote control. Hit us up everywhere you are at buy to buy Studios or at buy to buycom forward slash studios. Jake, what are we talking about tonight? We're going to talk about all kinds of shit, man. We got, we got a bunch of stuff going on. Right. So where do we start? 
Well, uh, let's see. Did we bury the lead? Yeah, I don't see why not. We got uh, you and I. I've you started a venture where you're working uh, with a. Uh, describe describe it in your, in your way. <laughs> I would say that Buy to Buy is now an exclusive partner with Spin e-bikes and scooters. Um, we handle micro mobility. We take care of the operational logistics for downtown Phoenix, Old Town Scottsdale, and ASU campus. There you go. And you've got me all trained up on how to do battery swapping. <laughs> because Jakey needs a job. Jakey needs a job. Jakey has now technically three jobs. How many do you get paid so, for? Well, I just picked up another training client. Woo! Um, and then, so that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, then the other gig, my humble gig, that's what I call that one. It's yeah. the humble gig. I get, uh, that's next Wednesday. I'll be, uh, at orientation for that. Yep. And then this wonderful opportunity you provided me, which I am grateful for, like, Like, like I am, like I'm, I'm really grateful. I was thinking about it today. And I was like, what can I do for him? Cause like, <laughs> I mean, like you've provided, like you, you provided me uh work when it comes my way with buy to buy proper. You don't charge me for this, for the show. And then you're like, do you want a job for real? Like I, like, <laughs> I can't, I can't be anything but grateful for you, man. Like, I, I can't appreciate you enough. Appreciate it, man. But, like, that's what happens when your hand's in a lot of pots. Like, and when you have the creativity. So you always talk about your ADHD. Like, I'm undiagnosed. I don't know what that means, where I land on, on whatever spectrum. But I'm catching myself a lot lately. Like, a lot. Darting off and getting distracted by these things. And uh, the guest that I spoke with who has not made the show yet. Jen moves forward. We had a great conversation, and she was and she talks at at length about ADD, ADHD pretty often and her own struggles. And so, um, it was interesting to hear her perspective and and how relatable some of the things were. Um, but yeah, like uh, anywhere that I'm able to really focus and then distribute, help delegate, like you know, all of the best, all of the people who have reached the pinnacle of whatever they pursued, they've always had people by themselves or by their side who kept them, who, who made up for their own personal weakness. And so one of my weaknesses is I can't be everywhere at once. No matter how hard I try, can't clone myself, can't copy and paste. So the, the next best thing I can do is to reach out to the people in my circle which is quite small at this point and offer opportunities where I know you can succeed and know having insight like I do on your personal situation. It's just like when you see in terms of opportunity, right? Like 
you're somebody who has military experience and now has six children. So, like, you've dealt with quite a bit of shit in your small amount of time on this earth. So, like, I know you can handle what I'm doing. I know you can handle mm-hmm. what it is. It's just about being able to put you in a position to where you're not bending over backwards to facilitate helping me. And so your schedule and this opportunity is like you set your hours, dog. <laughs> you get this, you know, around the kids, around Brit, around every other, you know, ambition with the farm and the eggs and the and the, the chicks. Like you 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 have your own thing going on and all I want to do is allow you to be able to do that. And the thing that you need to do is to make money. And this is a, a, a way to make money without breaking your back, without bullshitting your way through some contrived message on a phone or remotely or in person. Like, you don't have to do any of that, bro. It's literally just, and, and it's going to be a decent workout. And it's a decent workout. So it plays right into the nature of this show of your physical being and your ambition to stay healthy. So like, yeah, man, I keep putting myself in position to earn money in a physical nature and it is leaning into the upward trend of low to no emission, greenhouse gas, friendly, whatever, electric, you know, and like I was driving by uh, Dobson High School. There's like a Italian spot over here. There's like a big there's like a big parking spot or there's a lot of parking spaces in between the two um, p- parts of the plaza. They are putting in Tesla charging units there. And Sick. Like that's it, dude. That's another sign that I'm leaning into the thing that is coming. And it's it is the the indoctrination of electric transportation. And so we are at the forefront of that now. And it's used all over the place in Europe. It's used very widely in campuses and in metropolitan areas. And Phoenix is the fifth biggest metropolitan area in the nation. So it's like we need to be able to facilitate that and to do it in a way that is that caters to the consumer. So that way we take care of it. So that way, even when we have drunk people, even when you have people who take advantage of it and kick them over or, you know, or just reckless, we're there to not only pick it up, but to make sure it's charged ready to go so that way the next person who needs to use it for the right way they can so that's it that was a long way to say ryan you do it you say it how you want to (laughs) (laughs) sorry man no but like i i I really wanted to express my gratitude for you for real like this is this is huge and then so all right I, i i don't know if i've it's been probably a long time since I broke this down. Okay. But um, so when I first started working out in uh, Texas, when I moved up <coughs> north before, goodness, before personal training kicked off, the first job I got was a bouncer far back at Mavericks, right? Yep. The second job I got was a f- front desk at Gold's. And then I went and did the fit ops and all that and came back and I decided that I'm going to start training, not at Gold's because I just, I don't like how, I don't like how big corporate gyms do it. So I started training at the house of gains 
So, and then I was selling supplements on the side too. So at one point in time, I had four paying jobs. Nice. So the first job I quit obviously was the golds. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, when push came to shove, I had to quit Mavericks, but left it open to where if they actually, if they needed extra security or something, call me and I'd find a way to make it happen. Right. Yeah. And then eventually it got to the point where I wasn't even doing the supplement gig, stopping in stores anymore for any of that. And so now I was training full time. So the way I see it is this is an opportunity to take on the heavy load to find the thing that's actually going to make the most sense and be the most uh, responsible for me and my family. So. And so as grateful as you may be to me being able to provide the opportunity, like that's reciprocated on my end, man. I feel that I feel gratitude being able to simply put you in that position because that's all I'm doing. You have to do the work. So it's like, I know that there's more to it, but simply being able to extend a branch, an olive branch, bro. It's like, that's, that's all I want. All I want is to build something that allows other people to enjoy the fruit of that labor because I'm not burying money with me. And I'm not, I'm not, uh, what's the word? I don't care enough about things yeah i want to do things i want to enjoy experiences i want to enjoy company i want to do those things and that's what i will use that's what i plan to use my money with and so being able to help you being able to put several other people in this same position and to only see the possibility of it expanding from where it's currently at is just like not only is there work consistent work but it's like it could be something that you just coast on that you just nine to five it i could nine to five this mm -hmm. <laughs> good really good and building it into my portfolio to where it's still only allocating a, a small block of my time but i do that three times a day and so i cover a lot of spaces i cover a lot of you know people i i, I my network the way that it's grown in the last, just the last six months is crazy. So keep putting myself in, sticking my neck out there. And it's wild because there have been multiple times where me doing the most has been too much for someone else who had the position, who had the opportunity to put me in the same position, to put me in a position to where not only am I making money, but I'm doing something that feels good to do. And multiple times, people couldn't see past what they perceived me to be. And so I became, instead of being a source of value to them, I became a source of consternation. But that exact same energy has put me in this position. That those mm -hmm. other people who couldn't see my vision couldn't execute. Right. So it's uh, another reminder to keep pushing. That if you're too much for someone, then just have them seek less. And that's what they do. And when they don't have the professional courtesy to do it in a kind or in a decent manner, it's like, 
another another symbol it's symbolism it's like you didn't need to be working with them anyway so mm-hmm. learn the lessons from that use that energy to reach out to people like yourself because i didn't get that opportunity i know what that shit feels like but i also know what it's gonna feel like on the opposite wall because people have given me opportunities and put me in positions in order to simply help other people like tom and the mission route that i'm working on like Second quarter next year, dude. I'm gonna be moving some tortillas. Hell yeah! <laughs> like, never done it. Did it only did it with him, and I understand that it is another thing that can occupy a chunk of my time and allow me to put other people in positions in positions to succeed, to eat off the fruit of that labor, and then to use that money to enjoy the company of my family and the people who help me. So, building a little ecosystem, man. I'm glad you're a part of it. Me too, honestly. Huh. Meeting you's been like a extremely net positive in my entire life. So <laughs> Good, man. Good. Because other people other people would literally throw me under the bus. So cheers to balance. I, same here. I'm not I've always been a very you either love me or hate me kind of person because I can I can be a lot. I I know it. I accept it, you know, and then I mean, I'm not batting a thousand. Yeah. I, 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 I recognize that. <laughs> I recognize that wholeheartedly that I'm not everybody's cup of tea. But the amount of people who I try to do the same thing to extend like I do to you, the amount of people that I try to do that and that they're turned off by it, it's like it makes it feel at times like there is diminished value in what it is. Mm-hmm. So when you say you're grateful, when other people shower me with compliments or say, I had the lady who I helped uh, move her office, her daughter, uh, she was in the meeting today, and she was like, it was very serendipitous meeting you. And I was like, first of all, I love that word. Secondly, word. thank you for using it, so I had to hear that again. And now, like, I have that tie-in with her. Like, that word will ring true for, you know, our personal and professional relationship moving forward. So, um, and again, that is because I put myself in a position to simply help somebody who had an in-between task. It wasn't worth a big label name's time. And they set minimums to make it worth their time that takes advantage of the customer. Right. Opportunity for me. So I'm there. I'm there to help people like that when when other people just say, here's our barest of minimums because we'd rather not. <laughs> basically. Basically. Yeah. Because we do so much work. Because we, uh, and good for them. But also, thank you. Because it opens the door for me. Just like this opportunity with Spin, man. There's no reason. I have no business doing this. Nothing in my path says I should be doing this. But uh, the solar guy from my former my group, his now former group, uh, he's he's he gave me this compliment and it was just like, dude, you're so overqualified for what you're doing. I was like, you realize I do a lot, right? He's like, still stands. And that's like, and I try, and I had a hard time accepting that because it's like living under capitalism. You feel like you have to monetize everything, mm-hmm. and so when I don't. But people still give me that level of a compliment. It's just like, 
All right. That's it. That's my attaboy. The attaboy that you talk about. It's like just being recognized for your ability in spite of how you're perceived. So that's it, man. That's everything to me. Everything to me. So the more I can do that for other people and the more, the, the less I'll have to worry about the few and far in between that speak ill of me. That's it. That's it. So I want to pivot to four-year-old soccer. <laughs> okay. I understand, like, oh. it's not going to be the greatest sports spectacle I've ever seen, right? <clears throat> like, I'm not going out there looking at these three and four-year-olds, look at, you know, watching the next World Cup. Okay, I, I accept this. I understand it. Sure, sure. But my daughter, my mini clone, <laughs> has found a great new way to acquire attention, and she. So she really wanted to, wants to play soccer, really talks about how she's so excited and loves it. It was to play. So we went to her first game. Brittany took her to her first practice and said that it was like she loved it and it was the best thing ever. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, we went to her game. She ran around for half of it and then all of a sudden was too scared to go out and on the field and was shy and yep didn't didn't want to do it and so to, so I was like, well, that's embarrassing. Here's my kid throwing this fit. Sure. And every time and every time like I touched her to be like, hey, come here, she's like, that hurts. And through like scream. Oof. I'm like, okay. Uh-huh. Today I took her to practice. And she ran out to the field, saw her coach, and immediately was like, no fucking way. <laughs> So the entire practice she spent like holding on to me and telling me she doesn't want to do it. And then she ran off towards the van. So I went and caught her and picked her up. And as we're walking back, she goes, that hurt. And I went, hurt where? She goes, you hurt my hoo-ha. I was like, Oof. what are you doing to me? Yep. <laughs> yep. I didn't even pick her up aggressively. I just up, brought her in. You know, yeah. And so you took her solo? Yeah. Yeah. And so after you, in this conversation with Britt. Of course, but this is after all day. Yeah, yeah. It was one of them screaming at a time. 
And by all day, I mean like literally all day. It was one of them screaming at a time. Britt took Marley with her to go get Scarlett from school. Because Christopher, Christopher had finally laid down to take a nap. So I was like, okay, I woke up late this morning. I'll go squeeze in my leg day while Britt goes and And Ruth can play with the tools. Because, <laughs> like, all the stuff that's dangerous is, like, out of children's reach, obviously. But, like, yeah. you know, she, she wants to pick up a wrench or whatever, right? That's fine. Because, you know, we're not sexist around here. Women can use tools, too. And, uh... <laughs> recording, recording. Well, wrong one. Damn it. <laughs> there it is. Sorry. <laughs> but then, um... So she's... I'm so thirsty. I'm so thirsty. Well, where's your water bottle? I'll go get it. It's like, well, you better hurry up because by the time I'm done, if you're not back out here, you're going to be in trouble. Ooh. Okay, okay. So, of course, by the time I'm done with my set, she's not back out there. So I go inside and Christopher is screaming from upstairs. And I said, did you go up and get, did you go wake him up? She goes, no, I found my water bottle, though. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was upstairs. Anyway, so so there's a possibility that she ran upstairs and won't come up. More than likely, that's what happened. But uh, has she been a liar previously? Yes. Okay, okay. My youngest has that trait as well. Let me tell you, she has the gift oh god man the but anyway um so i go get christopher and i'm like sorry dude like i if i stop now i'm done i'm like it's like what people don't get that don't like exercise for real is when you're training a muscle group if you stop and cool down there's no point in rewarming back up and going back to it because you can end up actually doing more damage than the good that you're trying to do. Gotcha. So I took him I took him out. His diaper was dry, so I was like, whatever. So I sat him in his little bouncer thing that was out there, and he just screamed. And I was like, dude, I'm sorry. I've got like a whole like half of this workout left to do. And so I texted Britt and I said, you know, this bodybuilding thing is real hard with all these kids. <laughs> and she goes, what do you mean? I said, all I want to do is lift weights, eat, uh, bang my wife and make money. <laughs> That's what I said. You said that to who? I said that to Brent. Oh, okay. <laughs> and she goes, well, you banged your wife too much and made these distractions. Oh, boy. <laughs> so my response back was stupid. <laughs> Yeah, man. But anyway, I got it done. And I slaughtered myself. I sent you that picture, right? I was juicy in the leg department when I was done today. That'll be up on the Patreon and Jake Howard's training log. So how long total was the session? So honestly, I, I try and keep it. About an hour, but today was about an hour and ten minutes with uh, kid distractions. 
Sure. And I'm not listening to music right now while I train either. So just kids screaming. No, I'm listening to the History of Rome podcast. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Because that's, that's where I'm at. There was a, a meme getting passed around on the old X last week, and it was like, like, is it true that men think about the Roman Empire more often than not or whatever? That was and a- my friend... Yeah, it was, it was a screenshot of a tweet that was getting passed around. So, like, a lot of girls were, like, quote tweeting it and saying, guys, is this true or whatever? And my friend Lauren was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, what do you guys, what do you, what do my uh, my male followers think about this? And I said, being as I listened to the history of Rome again, uh, yes. <laughs> so, you listen to it. It's a podcast. It's a National Geographic. Okay. No, it's just it's just uh, the guy who did it has a really calm and soothing voice. So it's ASMR. Yes, but he's like, <laughs> and then Trajan walked into. <laughs> okay, so so it's basically so it's like Danielle still. And here's why. And here's where they murdered Nero. I'm like, oh fuck yeah. <laughs> That's the same thing as ladies getting worked up over romance. Uh, true crime. And true crime. Yep. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. But I, so you've listened to it before and you're listening to it again. Yes. But like my whole, like, I love the history of Rome. Like the history of Rome is fascinating. It's, it's always like, and I do the same thing with like um, Gilgamesh. Or like the Ottoman Empire. Like I love how empires, how they start, how they grow, and how they collapse. It brings me joy. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I, I, that's the only way I can describe it. It's like uh, I used to play Civilization on PC. Yeah. Back in the day, and was, I still do. That was the same thing. Build up the empire. Mm-hmm. Try and keep it from crumbling as long as you can. Yeah, I I still play Civilization. I love that game. I, when I had the latest one on. Uh, that you, huh? How old is the last iteration you play? Oh, it's a few years old now, but it's whatever the last one was. It's on Nintendo Switch. Okay. No, bro. I'm playing yeah. right here. I play Tiger Woods 2011. Hell yeah. To this day. Because it's clean. I'm super good at it. And it's like ASMR. It's relaxing. And mm-hmm. I use it to unwind, especially if I've had a day that's just a lot. Like today, I could sit in here when the kids go down and, and Colleen passes out. I could sit here and play until midnight easily. And it's not even like I'm trying to set records or anything. I'm just literally just going through the motions because it's relaxing. I saw that Warcraft 3 was on sale a few months ago. Yeah. I bought the shit out of that game. That's like, that's, that's the same thing. And I'll go and I'll play the, like, you know, and I'll go and I'll play the campaigns. Yeah. Like, I'm just, the next thing I know, it's been three hours. So I'm like, oh, you know, I better go do something. (laughs) You know, like that doesn't, 
that obviously doesn't happen too often because I don't have the yeah. time. But like, if there is time, I'm like, mm-hmm. yep. we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna play as the orcs and just mess some shit up. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I know there's people who GTA it gives yep. them feeling. I mean, shooting shooting people up and blowing people up and causing causing mayhem. You know, like they say, I say this a giant red flag. If you watch shows about death and violence to wind down, that's a that's a bad sign. So, well, it's, dude, I am, I am a drug addict, so I don't have a problem with people and escapism. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that was all. That was all me and active addiction was. That was me trying to escape, right? Yeah. So I'm like. Man, if you sit down and play a game for a little bit, and then you still handle life like an adult, like like you have what you have to do, that's an important more power. important statement. The yeah, after that, very important. Because well, yeah, you can get addicted to it. Because a lot of people use that escapism as their tribe, right? And so they live their life on Instagram. They live their life on TikTok. They live their life through these literal fake mediums that are an outlet or an extension into a world that you might be familiar with or that you have no clue with, but like you're not actually experiencing that stuff. It's just a window into it's window shopping. And that's how, you know, imposter syndrome and all that runs rampant is because we're hyper exposed excited on shit yeah to all of this stuff and then it turns into again capitalism and consumerism more better best actually i could this ties into what i found out today have you heard of goob youtube no on instagram nope. so he's a coach but what he gained a lot of his uh following for is he finds fitness influencers and he analyzes their pictures and says, here's where you edited it to make yourself look better and stop it. Yeah. And today he ran one on my buddy's wife. Ooh. Okay. So I'll just, so my buddy, John from the hog is married to Jessica Reyes Padilla, who, if you know anything about, um, bodybuilding she is like one of the top tier ifbb figure pros in the world like top three all time she's phenomenal but she got caught fucking with her pictures yeah by this guy and so i hit him up today like i was reading i I read the comments and his comment back was like he goes, as a spouse, of course, I have my wife's back, but there is no reason for her to be doing this, and I will be encouraging her to never do this again. <laughs> okay. Right? You know what I mean? So, like, that's that's him. See why? At least, you know, that's him at least acknowledging here's the situation. I didn't even know she was doing this shit. I don't know why she's doing it either kind of thing. And... But that, that that ties into uh, 
imposter syndrome, body dysmorphia, and all this other nonsense. Like there's um, one of the other ladies he he hit on is uh, her name is Yarshina. Okay. And she's uh, like one of the she's been a, a wellness competitor even before wellness was in the United States kind of thing. Okay. And she's fun, she's a phenomenal athlete, but she doctors all her pictures to make her waist look smaller or like a quad pop more than they already do. Like unnecessary stuff. That's like that's a lot of what he hits on. It's like you look great. Why are you doing this kind of thing? It was like Barry Bonds. Yeah. Didn't need to juice it. But he did. Yeah, but, but he did because everybody else was doing it. Right. Then my golly, did he just start smacking dangers? He was already smacking dangers, which is the, the yeah, but of your but, point of of the it, the doctoring photos. You're already right. why are you doing that? So I mean, I like well anyway. So I hit John up today, and I was like, "Hey, I'm not jumping in this dog pile, but uh, <laughs> but here I am jumping <laughs> in this dog pile." Well, no, because I'm not, like I'm gonna I I gave him the courtesy as my friend. I'm gonna talk to you directly. Okay. You're not gonna, you know. You felt you needed gonna, to talk to you about it. Well, like, I felt the need to be like. It wasn't. It was more of a. As your friend, I've got your back. And then I asked him, was like, how is how is she handling now the uh, negative outpour from strangers? Yeah. He goes, she's fine. <laughs> No, so we, we had a pretty just a candid conversation about, uh, you know, it was like a lot of this has to do with she's under pressure that I don't think we understand too, because she's at the top of the mountain every year forever kind of thing. So she's constantly gotten people trying to compare themselves to her, and then so there's like there's just all kinds of funk, but. It goes back to body dysmorphia. Even though she's her her physique is almost literally perfect for her division, every time she steps on stage, she feels still feels the need to fix it. Well, yeah, that's someone's coming from that spot. Well, that and bodybuilding does stuff to your brain if you're not careful. It really does. Really? It does, like um, when you see yourself at your best looking bone shredded statue right and you're like and you see yourself as your best at that point in time like this is the best i could ever be at this moment something in your head goes i have to stay like this and so when you go and you you know you switch your diet and you introduce your calories back in slowly and things and then your physique slowly just gets more and more not like that it really it really fucks with your head like um so my second show my second show i was leaps and bounds better than my first show just leaps and bounds i looked i looked fucking great especially for a guy that wasn't on any drugs at the time i looked fucking great but because they took away a weight class 
I missed lightweight by point four tenths of a pound. So they put me in middleweight. So even though I looked the best, I'd probably have, would have ever looked at that point in time. I got the shit kicked out of me by guys that were like 20 pounds bigger than me. Yeah. So that, that screwed with me too. So I almost gave up bodybuilding period. That's when I went and got on my, my Whataburger diet after <laughs> I had to, I had to kind of be talked off the ledge from that. But then, then I had the melted candle show and I was like, nah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. So what's the update on the, uh, the bet going with your buddy? I'm actually up four pounds, three pounds this week, but, um, that is not a, uh, that's not a concern. Part of the process. It's just, just me holding a little bit of water. Seriously, I, I was. If so I don't eat salt in the lead right now, what is how do how do you keep how do you quantify? So technically, I am a I weigh more than the initial weigh in, and he's three pounds down. <laughs> so the, Rick's winning right now. Okay, so the point is the weight loss period. Yep. Okay. Very good. And that's and that's okay. I'm not mad at him about it. Well, no, you can't. It's a competition. Why would you be mad? Yeah. At it? Yeah, you know, like, good for you. But, like, I was telling him, I was like, next week, just watch, bitch. And, he... <laughs> and how long is this Yo, going? What are... This is, so when so when we st- we started it, what, two weeks ago? And it's going to go until uh, November. So, 12 more weeks? Yep. Well, no, October. The beginning no. of October. No. It'll be the it'll be the first week of November. Yeah. About less than ten weeks. Not too far off then. Yeah. So is there, a, is there like uh were you both the same weight? What was the difference? No. Like oh uh, I don't wanna pull it up. But he's uh well played. Well played. <laughs> No, I, I weighed more than him, but I'm also like two inches taller, three inches taller. And he's just, he, he wasn't like out of shape like I was because I'd already been rocking and rolling with this before we started because I'm, you know, down 30 pounds. And yep. Where's the BNI at, if you had to guess? Oh, I'm there. I can go get my balls cut off right now if, it, uh, if, it, if I need to. Oh, go do it. <laughs> now, with, now with what time? I got it. <laughs> I, yeah, true. <laughs> we talked about this um, prior that it might be a joint effort, <laughs> for lack of a better term, um, because that's a conversation my wife and I have had. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to compete with you in terms of family ties. So um, I think we're good for now, for sure. Um, so there's really no, I feel like I would pass whatever that test is um, in terms yeah. of physical condition. So I am in peak 
form, so wouldn't now be the most opportune time to do it, or? You get snipped? Yeah. You know what we should do? We should go find the same outpatient clinic and go do it together. That's what I'm saying. Like, let's make this. Yeah. I'll bring some gear if they'll allow us, and we'll record it or whatever, and and, and <laughs> make it an experience, or just record the experience, because, I mean, I don't really have... I don't have the hesitation you do. Mm -hmm. Like, I understand it is an intimate procedure, <laughs> but the overall goal? Pros and cons, man. <laughs> it's pros and cons, that bitch, and keep it moving, because, uh, yeah, I'm not trying to add to the pile. Like, I've got enough responsibility yeah. going on. You have even more than that, so, like, that's the joint effort. I don't think either of our ladies would 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 say no. Yeah. There's there's a lot of kids around here. <laughs> so let's let's get that let's get that going. Do you know any professionals? Do you know anybody any do you know referrals? Like how does that work? I have I have no clue. <laughs> you have zero motivation to get this done. Yeah. I, I why? Explain. I don't know. I just... Uh... Why do you think... No, here's what I'll say. Why do you think... Why do you fixate on the worst case scenario? Let's start there. So, I, I think because those were the first stories I heard. Okay, and. Yes, and. Treat it like improv. Yes, that is a fact. Has Has weight to it. And... What's next? You've you've had at least as many conversations in the positive direction, right? No. Not from the <laughs> standpoint of enjoying it, dog. That it was successful. No, not 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 enjoying it. I mean, they, they've all technically been successful, but like, there's, I so out of the. What do you mean technically? <laughs> like everybody else, everybody's shooting blanks. So technically, it worked. It's, uh, no, there's no technically. It worked. That is, there's no glam. Why is there glamour attached to this? Why are valor? Why is there valor? I don't, I don't. Attached to this connection in your body. Why is there ego attached to it? What, what do we have to do to be able to let that go? Because it feels like it'll be freeing if you do. Because we're literally giving, and it's, or, it's also reversible. So it's not even like you can't do, there's no options after that. There are options after that. And you guys are good. So you don't even, it's not even, like, it's not even like a point to where, oh, you know, we're running out of time to be able to do it. No, nah, bro, you, you guys have done it plenty of times with great success. And now it's time to close that chapter. <laughs> Why are you keeping this book open, Jake? I'm worried about why are you from I'm, wor I'm worried about potential <laughs> testosterone drops. I'm worried about okay recovery time. I'm worried about what. Hold on, what's the outpatient recovery time? I don't know, like a few days. Yeah, no. Like I just come on. No, I just spin on the bad shit. So you you spin on the bad shit, but but we have we laugh out loud at the fact that you have too many children. We laugh yeah. out loud at the fact that 
you and your lady have no problem in that department. We laugh at the fact that you can be an adult and you choose not to. Because it's easy and because there's really no consequence as long as you can take care of your family. Right? Mm-hmm. And you don't have a problem there. So technically it's not a problem. However, it puts a high level of stress on your body. So. Well, I just saw this other, this, this comment. Sorry. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't give energy to people who are dropping through for attention. Yeah. I just, I just saw it. Yeah. <clears throat> no, man. Like, uh, I don't know. Let's do it. Let's. I'll bring. I'll break out my three sixty, three hundred sixty degree camera. We'll get it from every angle. Sure. Let's party. <laughs> we'll find out who uh, who takes both of our insurance. We'll go hold hands. Yeah. In solidarity. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we have to do all that, but we can we can go during the same trip. <laughs> oh no! When we're <laughs> You're going to handcuff me to, together? I don't know. Where we're going, we're going. That's funny, dude. Well, that, is that against the rules? Will they, can, do they have to have... Mm-hmm. We'll be holding hands through a, with, a, with a sheet between us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care, man. All I know is that science has evolved to the point where if we have a sense of control in our futures, we should probably invest in it. Yeah. And this is that. And after having a pseudo heart attack at 27 and having my groin, um, having a needle shoved into my groin, having die shot into my heart and then feeling the tickle of a camera diving around in there. Like this feels like it pales in comparison to that. So I put it in yeah. there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who this person is but <laughs> i'm calling for your car's extended warranty and giving them the attention they seek they no work. that's 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 funny that's funny i'm sorry this that's the whole point i have in the live chat but uh no man i, I just <clears throat> i don't know i think i've attached a lot of uh manhood to it i guess okay that's um, that might be a, a so bigger hang up so, so are you more of a man by not doing it i have no i don't know well tell me no explain what that manhood the attachment is because i don't i don't understand it i get i get what you mean but i don't understand why that would be the driving force i i maybe because from what perspective are you talking about manhood? Just being, just not shooting blanks? Yes, you're correct. Yeah. You, you can fertilize an egg. Congratulations. We have confirmed that with the six living children you have, bro. <laughs> Three of them are my fault. <laughs> okay. But again, the idea is that you're not shooting blanks. And the purpose isn't you guys trying to have more. So whether they're blanks or not is not the point 
the point is making sure they're blanks. So that way you guys can have, you guys can fuck really. Like, <laughs> I didn't feel like I had to frame it up like that, but Jesus, man. Like, you guys can do what you want, when you want, where you want, and you can do, and you can finish how you want, and there's no retribution. Yeah. So, as as manly as you might want to try and make this, being able to have sex with your wife the way you want to sounds pretty manly to me. Anytime um, you want to sounds pretty great to me. Mm-hmm. Because you've got that ace in, ace in the hole. I'm, that, I'm, not dis- I'm, I'm not disagreeing. I just, I don't know. I don't know how to pep talk you into this, man. I need to... <laughs> It's there's no pep talk. It's just one of those things. I'm just gonna have to go and do it. Yeah, this this is get her done, so that way it is done. Because all we'll be able to do from that point is just laugh about it. Because what else are you doing in your life that you have this same kind of hesitation toward? Where else are you not doing the thing you should have done, or you should be doing? Simply I have no idea. Or because you don't have any accountability. There's no micromanaging. Sound, sounds like a learning opportunity. And we're not gonna get, we're not gonna get any younger. And you love post you love posting like you talking about the Roman and you love talk you love posting like the quotes and the phrase mm-hmm. things and stuff. So let's be one of those sayings, man. Let's not be that safe thing that makes you feel secure because it doesn't challenge who you are. That's the opposite of all the stuff you post, right? So let's talk about manliness in that perspective. You're posting all these things from the perspective of power, from the perspective of masculinity, essentially. So the idea that you're using the opposite energy simply because you can is like conflicting to the principal nature of those statements, which is like that DMX quote from slipping. He says something to the effect of, uh, to live is to suffer and to survive is to find meaning in the suffering. And so it's like, is a fantastic way to start off the song. First of all, the song "Slippin'" is fantastic by itself. But also, it's like, it's the idea that it came from. I'm not sure where that, who, I don't know if DMX is the original creator of that saying. I would doubt it. But that's where that's where my source begins. And I remember hearing that when I was, fuck, in my in my teens, dude. And hearing knowing who DMX is and knowing the kind of content, the kind of music he put out there to hear him do this kind of song it was like it was crazy so like Mm -hmm. talking about manhood and that really put me it put into perspective to where someone could be literally be a thoroughbred and be known for his aggression and for his for his dog-like behavior and his love for dogs and then to see how soft and how melodic he can give a message that is one of my top 500 tracks. Like that's 
on the list. That's in my that's on my playlist right now. Like I I went back. It was sad. Oh man, I forgot. It was sad because DMX is in that realm of musicians who when they were in their prime, they did not get to eat off of the residuals of that of their creation. Mm-hmm. So in order to get the bigger check, they had to re-record all of their stuff. So there is a remastered version of Slippin'. And I tried to listen to it, dude. I made it 12 seconds and I had to turn it off. I was like, that's not the same. But good for him. His estate, I guess, at this point. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, man. Um, in terms of manliness, like, I challenge that. I challenge you. And your, your, your stance on it. Just because it doesn't feel like there is there is meat behind it. It doesn't feel like there's sustenance. It feels like it's a very surface level. When okay. when 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 the the majority of your man manhood is like an iceberg. It's underneath. You do all the manly shit that you're supposed to do behind the scenes or underwater to where nobody sees it. So I'm not sure where to put the snip at it doesn't even feel like it's surface level because you're not doing it for vanity's sake you don't you're not doing it because you don't want to scar or what it, like you know what i mean like it's not it's not from a place of vanity it's simply from a place of inconvenience <laughs> really just trying to break it down to make it make more sense because the math's not mathing and you like to have the the fun time with your ladies. So let's uh, mm-hmm. before you get canceled for trying to sound like Mario. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I think Italians are cleared hot. I think you can just do that forever. My daughter said that to me the other day. We're because we're talking about Halloween, and she said she's gonna dress up as Mario. My youngest is gonna be Princess Peach. Nice. Uh, my wife is going to be Toad, and I'm. I'm tossing, I'm stuck between Bowser or Yoshi. Ooh. Yeah. Because Yoshi was underrepresented in that movie. Let me be clear. Grossly. What was that, what was that Yoshi game? Oh, Yoshi had his own moment, man. Yeah. Yoshi. I, Yoshi's one of my favorite characters, which is why, <laughs> outside of the amount of work it would take to dress like, to appear like him, it's like... <laughs> uh. I would just find a t-shirt or something simple, but like the idea that I get to dress up with my kids is cool shit. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, Ruth is going to be a witch. Marley wanted to be uh owl. <clears throat> Think I might go as Jake. You think that's hilarious? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. I have no clue. That's I am. What is? Brit- I have no idea. What has she gone in the past as? Are you Jake every year? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got a lot of kicking, bro. Well, you Jake well, so, so, Britt and I before the kids. 
I was Mr. Incredible and she was Mrs. Incredible. And then I have no idea after that. I don't even know. I think I've been Jake every year since then. Oh, man. Yeah, Halloween is one of my wife's favorite holidays. Yeah, Brittany's one of them uh, fall spooky bitches, too. And so, yeah. (laughs) So is your house autumned out yet? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. She got... She's got uh, time-censored candles and... Wait. Backtrack. Say that one more time. Like those, like those, can, like those light-up candles. Not real candles, but like they'll turn on at a certain time. Okay. When it's okay. dark. And then... Adorbs. Yeah, spooky crap everywhere. It's very exciting. Very... Do your kids get into it? Yeah. 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 I mean, so, like, I'm not trying to, like... So why aren't you? Why aren't you? Because you can't. Okay, no, fair. That's fair. Because you you don't get into it. I I just don't get. I'm not really into holidays, really. This is the most made up of them all. So. Yeah, I I just. I I don't even like I don't even like celebrating my birthday. To be honest, like I don't. You're that guy. Okay. No. That's yeah, and it's. And I've got nothing against people that. Love it and do it and want to go all out. If, if you want to go to a pumpkin patch or whatever, like, I'll go, you know. I'll... Believe me, man, I am in the same, I'm in the same section as you, but I'm a little more malleable. Like, well, fat, pumpkin, like you were saying, the pumpkin fast pose, all that stuff. I'm not a hater either. If Brittany was like, here's what we're going as, I'd be like, okay. But, you know, but like, I'm there. I'm there. And I am present, but don't push it. Yeah. Don't push it. Absolutely. And Colleen knows, and we don't have a problem, ever. Or it gets to the point to where we're just walking all over the place, or, you know, it's one of those things to where you're just trying to do the most for the kids, and I'm like, we do this every year. <laughs> well, and then added, We're just trying to fit everything in for the price. Like, I don't give out. It's like a buffet. I no longer see value in a buffet. I'm going to eat till I'm full and I'm done. Like, I'm not going to stuff myself full just because I'm in the presence of a bunch of food. So mm-hmm. same same kind of energy when it comes to holidays and celebrating. Well, so I've, made, I've made it very clear that I will not go to a haunted house. Oh, okay. Because that's a real quick way for me to catch an assault charge. Oh, no doubt, dude. Triggers like, where? Hell no. I, I said, like, listen, it's not because I'm not, I, I don't. You're a pussy. Like I'll, wa- I'll watch a horror movie. I'm like, I yeah. enjoy like the the rush of it, but like, man, something fucking weird jumps in front of my face, and it's like you're under attack. But no, you are. <laughs> that reflex is gonna come out. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've, I used to enjoy like the Saw movie series. Mm-hmm. I watch all those. I think me and Co went and saw them in the theater when it first came out back in the day. Like, I used to get into that stuff, but now, man. I could care less. There's too many real problems. <laughs> yeah, like Con- literally conjure some shit up. Like, no thanks. And it's dark, and it's demonic, and it's no thanks. Jerry Jerry Seinfeld, no thanks. Have you seen that with? Uh, <laughs> is it Iggy Azalea? Who tries yeah, to the hug. Him? Yeah, he tries to hug him. Can I hug you? No thanks. <laughs> no, it wasn't Iggy Azalea. It was uh, Kesha. Yes, Kesha. Yeah. No. Shout out to Kesha. I gave Kesha. I used to. I used to listen to. I have. I have this conversation going on 
through memes with one of my brother's friends from back home. Shout out to Evan. You won't see this, but uh, he sent me a meme. I think it was yesterday or maybe it was earlier today with Iggy Azalea. And she's like, it's one of her performances where she's just saying gibberish. It's just yeah. gibberish. And you're like, oh my God. There's a couple of songs that used to bang from her. And I was like, and it just, it very quickly toppled off. And I'm like, all right, abandon ship. <laughs> Let that go. And now she's on OnlyFans. Yeah. So, that was one of my favorite things about her. She was talking shit about all the girls on OnlyFans. And then she's like, oh, yeah, me too. Where's that? <laughs> Man, the internet's a wild place, bro. It is. I'm it, it really easy. is. Anyway. Bro. For as long as we talked earlier, we have hit an hour. Like, nada. We're out of control is what we are, sir. Out of control. So we buried the lead as much as we could. <laughs> as much as we possibly could. Um, yeah. The title of this episode is Last Wednesday Question Mark. So do you want to let the people know what that entails? So we may be moving to a different date. I mean, we, we don't have, uh, we don't really have a set audience. Um, that joins us on the live stream. So, I mean, why the hell not do it at different times whenever it suits our guests or our needs? Weird. We tried. We've tried for four fucking years to get Wednesday set. <laughs> you assholes never showed up except for Matt. Maybe maybe that was the thing. Yeah, maybe everybody but Chef was like, if they did it on a different day. <laughs> and that's been the thing the whole time. So the whole time. Maybe we'll see you soon. But uh, in the event we don't, um, we, <coughs> last week, I had a great conversation with Jen Moves Forward, and you had an ADHD moment. Is that what you talk, we talked it up as? How do we? But, yeah, basically what happened was, is I got my Eastern to Arizona time way confused. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I'll just be, I'll be in the office at five. Two hours after. Two hours after you guys were done, yeah. Yeah, so uh, aside from the challenges that that, that gives, um, what we can do, there's been two of me the whole time? Yes. So what we can do is we can be flexible. And Wednesday at 7.30, AZ time is what we have been used to. But we set eight and we just stuck to it out of being consistent. We have clearly done that. Now it is time to do something that's more conducive to our schedule, to our guest schedule, and to our ever-changing lifestyle. So, yeah, last Wednesday question mark. Um, basically, it's just to let you know that we're going to be more flexible. So, if you haven't been watching, this is what Jake reiterated earlier, and uh, maybe you will now. But this stuff is on demand. You can watch it whenever you please. <laughs> but in terms of the live stream, uh, yeah, maybe more flexibility. But uh, we will be vocal about that and uh put that out there once we have had that conversation but for any guests current former and soon to be uh just know that we will work around your schedule so that way we can have a great conversation um at a time that sees fit for all of us so uh jen again apologies for us just not being on the same page um thank you again for the conversation and look forward to getting that set up real soon 
That's all I got. Thank you so much for listening to the Sober Swole Podcast. My name is Jake Howard. And I go by DJ Swirl. Chocolate and vanilla swirl. Bye. Hey, it's Warhorse. Do you want your workouts to look like this? Or do you want your workouts to slay? When Warhorse picks his pre-workout, he wants it to slay. If you want second place, go with somebody else. If you want to be a champion, go with royalty nutrition.